All right, y'all. Today's Mindful Monday. We are talking about um, the pain of discipline or the pain of regret. And this kind of feeds into my weekend, y'all. So I just want to tell you, um, Saturday, I went to Elevate Life in Frisco, and they have a men's program. It's called Mighty Men. (laughs) And uh, I got to tell you, it was my first time. And there might have been a thousand dudes in there. I mean, it it was, uh, I got to tell you, it was a little intimidating for me. I'm used to being the guy that walks in the room, and I'm very confident in every room I walk in. And there was some dudes in here, man. There was some strong fit. Um, they all had like their kind of similar, like they have a whole brand of clothing. And anyways, it it was powerful, man. And it was just, um, I guess I share that with you because I'm always like this confident guy and I, and, and, you know, like with weight loss and fitness and I'm always like, and, and, and fighting and all these things that I'm very comfortable doing, but obviously church and Bible study ain't one of them because it ain't something I do regularly. I typically just read the Bible to myself and, you know, occasionally I pray and I, it's not perfect. And I'm, uh, I'm far from being on a, you know, kind of walk with God like I should be. But I say that just to share, like, if there's something that you're uncomfortable, if there's something that isn't easy for you, um, I gained a little empathy, if that's the right way to say it. I gained a little respect. I, I, I definitely, you know, I have a private signal group with my guys. Um, and I told him, I said, man, if, uh, if there is something that you're insecure or you're kind of unwilling to take that step, I get it. You know, I, I sat in the back of the church, you know, I sat in one of the last five or six rows. Um, there was a time where everybody kind of went up to the front and kind of like you could see the, I guess the shy or the guys who maybe like me were kind of like their first time. Anyways, um, I didn't go up to the front, you know, I mean, I participated and I definitely appreciated the message and I'm, I'm going to go back. Um, but it just humbled me a little to be like, man, this shit ain't easy for everybody. You know, like I'm like, if I'm uncomfortable here, imagine what a guy who's never been to a gun range or imagine what a guy who's, you know, not a, a hadn't been to the gym in a while um, and is unsure how to start. Like, imagine how he feels. So it was definitely a good moment for me. I appreciated it. Um, I got a lot out of the message and I plan to go back. Uh, I just wanted to share that kind of that feeling that I had and like, man, if that's how you feel. Um, I get it, right? And this episode's not even about that. This episode's not. My initial thought was um, it'd be nice to have known a few people or it'd be nice to have been brought in by somebody that was very familiar and could have made some introductions. And, you know, definitely it speaks to having like a workout partner or a buddy who takes you to their range and kind of lays out the roadmap for you and says, hey, this is how we do it here. You know, this is how you pay. This is what to expect, blah, blah, blah. So Definitely something to have in a battle buddy that kind of lays the groundwork for you on something new um, and introduces you to kind of ease some of that, certainly. Um, but here's what I wanted to share for a Mindful Monday, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to keep it to like 10, under 15 minutes for sure. But um, something the pastor shared that was really profound for me was he was talking about Jesus and, um, well, of course, he's talking about Jesus. We're at church, for God's sakes. Um, but what he said was, it was talking about temptation, and he said, it's not the temptation that is a sin, but yielding to it, but yielding to it. And he talked about Jesus being tempted in the desert, right? For 40 days, I think it was. But it was just so impactful because as men, how often are we tempted? As men, how often are we tempted? I mean, I can literally, even on LinkedIn, on LinkedIn, 
there are beautiful women who post beautiful photos and some of them there's cleavage and some of them there's, you know, like not the most professional for sure, but, and, and I'm not, this is not a knock on women at all. You're allowed to take a photo and whatever you want. I'm just, even on LinkedIn, sex tries to sell and sex tries to tempt us. So I can't even imagine. That's why I don't have Instagram. I got rid of Instagram 10 years ago. I think I had it for maybe half a year, a year if that, when I was getting into the fitness space. And I got rid of it because it that entire feed of Instagram was nothing but boobs. It was nothing but boobs and abs and butts and hot women. And I just refused to be tempted any more than I already am in my normal day. And that's why I got rid of Instagram and I'll never get it back. And that's why you don't find me on Instagram. All Everything I do with my clients and my group coaching, everything goes through the Signal app, super basic, um, and, and then there's no temptation there, right? But again, I'm elaborating because I feel this. Like I felt that, like temptation, but it's yielding to it. It's acting on it. And so that really got me thinking, you know, what a reminder for us as men to don't feel guilty for being tempted. Don't feel guilty for wanting or desiring something that maybe um, on, on the sexual sense, right? You're you're married, you're a family man. Of course, you can't act on any of that. Like, but it's it's you're human. You have a pulse. You have testosterone running through your body. It is normal to be tempted. It is not normal to look two or three times and stare. It is not normal to start imagining a life outside. It is not normal or right or respectful. You know, there's all these other things, and, and but the point is not yielding. So I, I would just give you a little grace to say it is normal to be tempted. It is maybe even normal to think for a second, like, God dang, am I am I in the right place? Am I doing it the right way with the right person? Is the grass greener on the other side? There's always the argument to be made. Are you watering your grass? Are you maintenancing? Are you planting fertilizer? You know, like I can think of a lot of things you got to do to your grass through the fall and winter to make sure in the spring it's super plush and strong. Um, and I'm always going to make the case, water your own grass. Um, but it's, it is normal to be tempted. So that's, that's the grace I want to give you as a man. Um, it is normal to be tempted. And, and for the, the women listeners, it's normal for you to be tempted, right? It's when we act on it, that we are, that, that we are yielding, we're succumbing, we're failing, right? And that's when the regret, normally it's the yielding to the temptation and then we regret. So it got me thinking about the quote, uh, and I want to share this quote with you. Everyone must choose two pains, the pain of discipline or the pain of regret. Okay. And Jim Rohn, I don't even know who Jim Rohn is, but um, Jim Rohn is attributed with saying that. And I'm sure there's a lot of other people that have said it in a similar way, but you're either going to wake up, put in the work and yeah, you're going to be sore after a workout, but you're going to be stronger the next day. You're going to be stronger the next week. You're going to be more physically fit. You're going to present a hard target, right? So you put in the work or you have the pain of regret. And in the case of working out, carrying a bunch of extra body fat is not easy. That's not easy. That's not pleasant. You don't look, you don't like the way you feel. So, so then you regret not looking the way you want or being able to perform the way you want to perform. Maybe you regret some other things, right? That donut may taste good in the moment, but are you happy that you ate a donut after you ate a donut? If you're like me, probably not. If you're like me, I generally regret having a bowl of cereal. I generally regret having an extra ice cream. Now, from time and again, I'll do it, um, and I'll certainly appreciate it once in a while. But um, I also, you know, if I look at my muffin top, because I'm 39, almost 40, I used to be able to eat whatever I want. 
here's where I want to go with this guy. So I started with the temptation and, and you see where this is leading. Okay. I want to talk about porn and masturbation. So I probably should have prepared you um, if you got kids in the car, but if you listen to me for any time, you don't ever listen with kids in the car. So I want to talk about porn and masturbation. Okay. Here's where, here's where I make the connection. When I was looking at porn, right? It was generally because something PG led to something PG 13 led to something rated R led to porn, right? Normally it was some cleavage that got me thinking. And then that led to going into the bathroom and getting on my cell phone. I'm very, I'm very honest with you guys, because I know you're dealing with this. Look, I'm a one-on-one -on -one coach and I do group coaching and I do group facilitation. Every man I've coached, every man I've talked to, every man with a pulse at some point in their life has battled or is battling the porn demon. Okay. So I want to talk about this pain of regret. And here's what I, here's what I, this is my belief. When I gave up porn, and here's the other thing I did not give up masturbation. I gave up porn first. I still battle the masturbation demon, I still battle the, the selfish desire to want to take care of the problem myself. And I, I'm trying not to be too, I don't want to lose you here. I need you to stick with me because this is an important topic, right? There is a sexual energy in our body. When we, when we build up that sexual energy, I think one of two things happen. I think the discipline of letting the energy build up I think it creates a desire in you. And I think the OnlyFans models and the hot chicks on Instagram or YouTube or whatever your social media thing is, I think those ads tap into a temptation. And I think you wanting to like resolve that, 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 that feeling, you've trained yourself to go take care of that problem. And then that, that feeling goes away. But guess what else goes away? The desire to work in your relationship so that your partner will take care of the problem for you. And I say take care of the problem because I'm trying to be as like clean and simple as I can to not just be graphic talking about this topic. But if I have a built up energy source and she is my only outlet to relieve that feeling, then I'm going to put in the work. I'm going to flirt. I'm going to, I'm going to text with her. I'm going to flirt with her. I'm going to try not to piss her off. I'm going to try to make, I'm going to try to have the house clean. If I get home before her, I'm going to try to have dinner ready. If it's my night to make dinner, I'm going to not have my dirty clothes. I'm going to set the mood for the day. I'm going to put the kids to bed at nine 30 and then I'm going to get down to business and then we're going to spend the night and I'm going to take care of that with her together. Okay. And I'll just leave it like that. And I'll try not to talk too much more, but, or, or too much more specifics, but the idea is if you're in a committed relationship, you're supposed to do that together. You're supposed to do it together. And I would argue outside of finances, sexless marriages are the number two cause of divorce or, you know, a, a, a lack of romance or what you could say like a roommate status. And again, I coach a lot of guys who are divorced. And one of the things other than money is usually sexless, romanticless, no date nights, no intimacy. And often the man prescribes his own kind of cure with masturbation, jerking off, right? The man says, all right, you're not going to do it for me. I'll take care of it myself. Now, there is something to say it's better to take care of yourself than to go look for it elsewhere and have somebody else help you take care of it. Hence where cheating and things like that happen. So there's definitely a progression to this. But it, it probably starts with masturbation. It probably starts with you taking care of the problem yourself and not dealing with her or not dealing with yourself 
to be more of a person that she wants to even do that for, right? Maybe, maybe you're such a person, such a dude that you suck so bad at your job as a husband and father that she don't want to deal with you either. And I don't know, I can't speak for women. I can't speak for what they do on their own. I, I know that they do their own thing as well. So when two people start to just do this on their own, and maybe I lost everybody by now, maybe nobody's listening anymore, but as a married man of 17 years, I can tell you when I pursue, I get what I want, she gets what she wants, and the next few days are always better. They're always better. We have gone through phases where, and it's and it's it's probably mostly on me. Actually, it's mostly always on me. And it's always because of moods or attitudes or just I've gone through my own issues through, you know, through counseling and everything I've had to work through. But it's often me and it's often because I'm taking care of the problem myself. Thus, I don't pursue. I mean, that's 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 the easiest way I could break it down, guys, is when I take care of the problem myself, I don't pursue my partner. And maybe this is all too much for you and, and not what you had in mind when you checked in. Um, but guys, if I'm as re if, if, if you're you're following me because I'm authentic, I'm real, I'm unfiltered, and I am working harder to add value for you. So here's the deal. If you're in a relationship and it's going great, share that with other men. Let other men know why it's great. And if that's a part of it, Hey, you're probably an anomaly. I would argue the majority of men in a sexless marriage jerk off to porn or God forbid they waste their money paying OnlyFans models. The OnlyFans models, the porn, the sex, the it's 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 the second leading cause of divorce, in my opinion, after money, money problems. But it's the first leading cause of why men, why our young boys are not going to get in relationships. They're not going to see the point in building a family when all these women are OnlyFans models. We're starting to demonize, and, and we should because the body count thing's ridiculous, but girls with 30, 40, 50 body counts, a man is not going to see the value in tying her down. He's not going to be able to trust her. He's not going to be able to commit to her. So our sons are going to grow up to think the norm is porn, OnlyFans, online fake-ass social media relationships. And they're just going to take care of the problem themselves. And they're not going to see the point in going through everything you have to go through to build a relationship with a woman to build, to start a family. Because once you start a family and you're on my side where you're looking at your kids and you say, okay, this is what I live for. This is what my life was meant for. My legacy is tied to these children. My future is tied to these children and their success. Once you have kids, you figure it out and you still make the mistakes, but you figure it out. My fear is that porn and OnlyFans are going to keep a lot of boys from becoming men and pursuing women, which makes us better men, which makes us build a family, which the light bulb goes off and it says, this is what life is all about. Okay, so I'm at my 15 minute mark. Maybe this isn't what you thought it was going to be. Um, the Substack is in your email. If you subscribe to my Substack at dangerousman.substack.com, uh, I, I have an article on this topic today. Temptation is normal. Acting on the temptation is, is where you sin. Yielding to the temptation is where we sin. That is where we fall short. Aristotle said, through discipline comes freedom. Discipline yourself. Separate the temptation from the, the act of yielding, right? Leave your phone out of the bathroom or whatever your vice is for however how you execute that, right? Build some discipline. There's a lot of other areas we can talk about discipline. I I wanted to make it about this, guys. I, that, that's the first thing I think of when I think of men and temptation. I think of sex. I mean, there's donuts, there's ice cream. I mean, you're 
that's not something that bothers me. That's not something that that's weak. Like that's easy for me. Maybe it's not easy for you, right? Barriers in food or barriers in like the fast food or the ice cream or the sweet tooth or the cigarette or the alcohol. You know, you could apply this to anything in my experience, personally and professionally, um, porn and sexless marriages is a massive, massive, massive problem in relationships and men and families. And so I would ask you, and I would share with you um, this temptation is not the sin yielding to it is you have a sexual energy, save it, store it, use it to your advantage, chase your partner, have her chase you and, and, and only cons only execute together, execute together, together, together. And it's all about the build and the growth and the sustainment. But if you're not, if you're not moving forward, you're dying, right? If you're not moving forward in your relationship, and I would argue if you need to slay this demon, slay this fucking demon. And I promise you, I guarantee you, your relationship will improve 1000%. You slay the demon, slay the porn demon first, then the masturbation demon, and your, your relationship will improve. All right, guys, that is all I got for you today for today's Mindful Monday. I hope you appreciate this. I hope you appreciate the topic. I feel it's a very important one. Um, for men. And if you can be honest with yourself and look in the mirror um, and admit where this impacts you, whatever spectrum you're on, as far as this goes, um, put in the work, put in the work, um, put in the work. I mean, I, I'll leave it there. Hey guys, if you're looking to get on the path to becoming dangerous and working one-on-one -on -one with me is not for you. I am starting an October battle team. I am looking for six men. It's a 10 week coaching program and we're going to do it together. So normally it's about 2,400 bucks to work with me one-on-one -on -one for a 10 week session. Not everybody shares their prices, but with you, uh, I, I don't want any secrets. I don't want, I don't want, I, I tell you what, I've done a lot of discovery calls. And when we go over the price, I go over the value and it's like, Hey, here's all the value. Here's all you get. Here's everything you get from me. Um, the money does, it, it, you know, it does turn some people off. I'm very fortunate. Um, it hasn't turned everybody off there. Uh, I do have several clients I'm working with currently. So the idea is I want to help more men. Um, so for, a, uh, I, I lowered the price. So it's a thousand dollars. So a 10 week program, um, you're going to pay a thousand dollars and you're going to get in a 10, you're going to get in a private signal group. Um, that's going to be daily comms with me and the other men in the group. And we're going to work through a very similar coaching program to getting on the path to becoming dangerous and, and becoming dangerous gentlemen is stepping fully into your role as a man, stepping fully into your role as a father. And once you step fully into your role as a father, guess what happens? You realize there's some areas you're unprepared. There's some areas you're unprepared and you need to gain some confidence. You need to gain some skills and abilities. You need to work through some problems and you need to set a legacy defining vision and then we are going to do all that and build out um, your mission. We're going to build out your mission, your personal mission. And we're going to do that through some habits, through some non-negotiables, establishing some non-negotiables and something that we call your every damn day. And that'll be unique to each man. But we're going to do that in a group setting. And that starts October, the week of October 2nd. Um, so if nothing else, share this message. Um, if you are looking to get on the path, now might be your time. Reach out via LinkedIn or my email, phil at becomingadangerousman.com. If it's not for you, but you know someone who would be interested, please share this podcast, uh, share the Substack, dangerousman.substack.com, and have them reach out to me, same email, same LinkedIn. I appreciate you guys. You guys, um, I do. I appreciate you guys, and uh, thank you for listening. Uh, reach out, let me know what you thought. 
And until then, guys, get off to your week. Um, have a good week, and I'll see you Thursday.